Hello, my name is Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. And when it comes to brain health, you are what you eat. And today, I'm going to show you how the food we eat can improve our mental fitness. What we eat, how we feel, and how we ultimately behave are connected. Eating foods that contain lots of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants nourishes your brain and protects it from oxidative stress, which is something that can actually damage your brain cells. Now, as a human race, we may be living longer, but what I want for you is to live your life with high-quality health and avoid brain degeneration as much as you can. We now know that the brain changes leading up to dementia happen gradually over the span of decades, well before symptoms actually start to occur. In other words, our cognitive impairment is not a consequence of old age, but the accumulation of daily harm to the brain. It can even happen as early as birth and childhood. And there's really good evidence now that what you eat directly affects the structure and function of your brain and ultimately your moods. But the good news is that through your lifestyle, through small changes, you can absolutely help reduce the risk of getting dementia in the future. Modern research is now showing a strong link between our gut's health and our brain health. And something that many of us still aren't aware of is that inside our gut lives trillions of bugs. Bacteria, viruses, parasites, they all live inside us. And if they're living in harmony with each other, it can have a profound impact on our overall health. Now, your gut and your brain are intimately connected to one another and in constant communication through something called the gut-brain axis, which is the route that your gut and nervous system use to send signals to one another. When one is out of balance, chances are the other one is too. Now, another major way that your gut is linked to your brain is through the immune system, a large part of which is actually based in the gut. Inflammation and degeneration are two key concerns when it comes to overall brain health. Studies on animals, for example, find that an absence of particular gut bugs increases our reactivity to stress. And this has led to some scientists calling these gut bugs our brain's peacekeepers as they reduce inflammation, which is at the heart of many serious complaints like insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, and depression. As you heard earlier this week, on my long-form podcast, Feel Better, Live More, I actually spoke to this incredible neuroscientist and researcher in Alzheimer's prevention, Lisa Mosconi. Now, Lisa has authored an excellent book called Brain Food, and she explained to me that you can see differences in the brain scans of women who followed a Western diet and those who followed a Mediterranean diet for most of their lives. By Western diet, she basically means a highly processed, refined diet. So processed meats, fast food, refined sweets, and fizzy drinks. And when she talks about a Mediterranean diet, she basically means a diverse range of whole foods, vegetables, whole grains, uh, some meat, some fatty fish, and keeping processed food to an absolute minimum. Now, MRI scans showed that women who followed the Western diet displayed brain shrinkage compared to women who followed the Mediterranean diet. I mean, that's incredible. The size of your brain has changed depending on what you eat. And findings like this have led the scientific community to sit up and take notice that 
our diet plays a key role in maintaining a healthy brain into old age. Now, there's something called the MIND diet, M-I-N-D, and it's basically something that people in the scientific community are now recommending. It's actually a combination of two diets, the Mediterranean diet and the DASH diet, which stands for the Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension, which is basically high blood pressure. Now, this combination is actually very similar to a Mediterranean diet, but is a little bit more conscious around things like salt and processed foods. And I know diet can get confusing a lot of the time. And the reality is I've studied all kinds of different diets for all kinds of different conditions. And the unifying feature for pretty much all diets that promote good health, brain health, hormonal health, mood, whatever it is, right? the, the unifying feature tends to be that they are made up largely of whole unprocessed foods. And that's pretty much what the MIND diet focuses on. It encourages us to eat lots of vegetables, plenty of fish, nuts, olive oil, whole grains, poultry, as well as things like beans and pulses, which contain healthy flavonoids. It also recommends we eat berries, which have been shown in studies to help improve our brain health. Now, I think the key when taking on any new approach to foods is to ask yourself why. Why are you interested in changing your diet? When have you tried before? What did you find difficult? And what's your motivation this time? Now, often it's because someone we know gets ill. It may be that someone in your life, someone close to you or a parent or a family member has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and you've seen the impact that, that can have on them and their wider family. But whatever it is, just know that actually if you get really clear on your intention, it can improve the likelihood of you making changes yesterday and this week but also changes that are still gonna be there next month and in six months. You know, I've been a practicing medical doctor for over 20 years now. I've seen tens of thousands of patients. And I can tell you this, anyone can go on a quick two-week diet and make some improvements. But for many people, after a few weeks, they revert back to what they used to do. So my advice to you would be to really think about why you want to make a change. Why is this time going to be different? and start small. Was there anything you heard today in this podcast that you think, hmm, I could reduce a bit of that and I could increase a bit of that in my diet? Whatever it is, have a think about it. And tomorrow, I'll be back to show you the impacts that physical and social activities can have on your brain. I'll see you then.